Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. All right. Another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. We've got the Celtics sweeping Indiana Pacers. A lot of people didn't see that one coming. we got the Milwaukee Bucks. Welcome back, Swayze. Taking care of business. They brought out the broom. So now, most importantly, though, we have the matchup we've all been waiting for. The curse is done, bro. The curse is over. Oh, yeah. It's over. What curse are you talking about? It was no curse. We're talking right. There there definitely was a curse. He guaranteed the sweep, and it happened. I guess I got to sweep this place, right? Yeah. That was part of the, uh, part of my promise, right? Yeah. That was if they didn't sweep, you were going to sweep. But they did, so you're good. I don't have to sweep? You don't have to sweep because the Celtics swept. By all means. (laughs) <laughs> Shazza, but if you want to though if you, uh, if you come over Saturday morning I'll play some uh, Juan Luis uh, whatever Guerra and uh, uh, we'll sweep <laughs> Word, let's do it oh, oh, oh that happens oh, on Saturday morning that, right that's here, cleaning man. music right that there that happens bro. on Saturday morning right you know, you know. soundtrack of my life oh, bro. Yeah. yeah that's what yeah. we do the dude just like it's also a soundtrack of my life now too that's what I do plenty of brooms to go around you're feeling a little sweepy? Come come on through. Oh, man. Two sweeps. Because the Pacers and the Pistons. And now we have the matchup that everyone's been waiting for. And you know what, guys? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. I feel like Celtic Nation is sort of 50-50 here, right? You got some people saying, like, oh, the Celtics are doomed. You got the other half of Celtic Nation saying, well, if this team did it against the Bucks last year without Gordon Hayward and without Kyrie Irving, what makes you think that it won't happen this time around? But obviously, this isn't the same Bucks team we're talking about, right? Yeah. This is a completely different team in the sense of how talented they are. We're talking about Giannis, who Sean has mentioned before, is easily having the best postseason out of anybody else in the NBA right now. So easily. He's the best player in the league. This is going to be a classic, if you ask me. This series right here will be a classic. Yeah. It will go the distance. I know Joel doesn't think that, but of course, we'll bring it, it down. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. We also have Zach Pelquin. 
calling in of CausewayStreet.com. Um, always great to hear what he has to say. I can't wait, so to, I can't wait for to that. Give him shit about his Pistons. <laughs> Yo, that was last year, <laughs> that was, man. That's, that's always his team. <laughs> that's his squad forever. His Just like the Nets are your team, right? They are my team. And now they're about to go fishing. But I told you that they're going to lose to the Sixers, so I told you that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, they're going fishing now. Yeah. So, yeah. But we still got the final four here in the Eastern Conference. We got the Celtics go. versus the Nets. We got the Sixers versus the uh, Toronto Raptors. So I can't wait to see what happens. But of course, I think this one will be. The more entertaining series these two go no, in. Celtics both, versus the Bucks. Top four teams in the East. Battling. Right. Them. I mean, we all expected, I think, I we think all expected this to happen, but yeah. But I think that the most even matchups, um, I, I think like if the Celtics are playing the Sixers, you'd obviously think the Celtics would beat the Sixers, right? But like right now, this is the most, this is the most even matchup the way these teams play to have the best Eastern Conference semifinals. I think both, both series will go seven. I think both series okay. go seven. Joel, what do you think? Um, I think the Sixer series. I don't know, man. I don't think it's gonna go seven. So I don't think I so mean, either. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll so. convince you of that later. Especially I if Embiid so. can't play the entire series, NBA, which is a strong NBA, possibility. Embiid's got sore knees. Jimmy Butler likes to get ejected out of games. Hasn't been really <laughs> playing to his potential. They know Jared Dudley. The Jimmy Butler of the playoffs <laughs> is, Rasmus. you know, s- still existent. All right. Let, let, let me ask this. Let me, let me ask this. Before we get into the, like, the predictions. No, one, like, no one's stopping Kawhi Leonard. Just, just throwing that out there. The Celtics swept the Pacers. Yeah. You guys surprised by that? Well, I mean, since uh, I did have them winning in five, little, but not, not like terribly surprised. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, after a couple games in that series, I, I'm not surprised either. Right, but also we have to remember that this isn't like a sweep where they, they slaughtered them every yeah, single which game. Is, they had to fight yeah, for all four yeah, of those games, every which four, is a good thing, by the way. It's which good. is a good thing. It, it It is a good thing, but I also think that the Pacers just didn't show like their true colors. I mean, ironically enough, the Pacers... They led more in this series than the Celtics did. Right, which is which is a strange thing. <laughs> yeah, that's strange. Which, but, but, that's, but, that's a, but that's what separated them... As well, because the Celtics knew how to close out. Celtics knew how to do the little things that the Pacers didn't. So that was again experience versus inexperience. What do you Mm -hmm. take away from the Pacers series? That that's that's my question. That's what I'm struggling with. How to close out games and not needing Kyrie Irving every single game. I think that's the strong point. The fact that for the Celtics, a leading scorer, a different leading scorer in every single game speaks volumes. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. Especially in Game Four, where Kyrie offensively wasn't having a great game. Shooting wise, who was what, four, four, fourteen, four, game four. something like that? Game think, four. Yeah. And but you still had six other guys come up big and even and even the bench, especially like Terry Rozier, uh Morris obviously did his thing. Hayward. Hayward, that goes without saying. But I mean, I think that Home game four in. game four was the best game that they played in the playoffs, definitely. No, obviously, but Agreed. Yeah. but in like a big game, in like a big game on the road. On the road. Yeah. I think the, the best entire thing- season. Yeah, no. Goes up to that. They went. To, they went up to Toronto earlier in the year and won, right? Yes, yes. That yeah. was a huge game. I yes. think this, this that rivals that game. That was that was big because Brasty and Stevens had never won in right in Toronto, right? Or he had one. I think he had, he had one, one one maybe yeah. one. But. One no, but I, it, no, it was one. You know which one it was? It was right after the the uh, Isaiah Thomas trade, and it was Smarkus Smart who had the the tip in. <laughs> right at wow, the end. Look at his memory over here, <laughs> yeah, bro. This guy. Yeah. Somebody isn't smoking yeah. as much weed as he used to, huh? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that that short term memory's coming a, back, huh? Awful turn. Uh, awful turn. 
All right, well, let's talk about Gordon Hayward. It's legal now, bro. Yeah. All right, yeah. Easter yeah. Sunday puts on a show, uh, epic performance, 20 plus points, in front of his family, Gordon Hayward. Yep. Um, what does he mean moving forward? Obviously, he means a lot to the Celtics, but in my opinion, I think he's the most important player for the Celtics going into the series. Agreed. What do you think? Uh, he, uh, yeah, he needs to be. He needs to be. We didn't expect him. Oh, so hold on. Let me rewind. The beginning of the season, this is the Gordon Hayward we expected, right? We The way the season played out, we didn't expect him to hit this stride because he never did. Mm. All-star break was the judgment point, and he'd have a good game and then be off. Now it seemed like he's really finding his stride, and that confidence seems to be consistent every game. Yeah, like month month to month, you saw him rising yeah, like, little by little. Yeah, And Stevens kept saying it, like, Wait, every 20 games, you'll mm, see... 20, 40, 60, 80, yeah. Exactly. You'll see the difference and the improvement, not only in his confidence, but just his overall play. And you can see that he's comfortable now in his role. Yeah. And not just him, but... The team. The team. They, they accept whole. him in that I think role. that was the best part, especially in game four, where, where this is the team that everyone expected to see when the season started, Right. Four or five, six guys in double figures. The deep roster that everyone was talking about. Like, oh, no one can mess with this team because they're so deep. They're talented. They're deep. They're talented. And they proved how deep and year. talented. I heard they, that all year. Though. I know, but but they're actually proving it now. That's my point. Like, sure. they, they, they proved for the first time in the playoffs. Against a subpar Pacers team. I guess a subpar Pacers team. But what if they didn't sweep? True. They swept. They, you couldn't do anything you know better right? than sweep. Like what? Yeah. yeah. You could exactly. Right. Like that's the best that you're, you're, right. you're, yeah. you're going to get. Right. And, think, and then you still have the you still have the critics out there like, oh, it was the Pacers though. Right. But it I think what what speaks volumes is the fact that they had to fight for each one of those wins, and they got it done on the road. Yep. And you had other guys like we were talking about Gordon Hayward, of course, out of the second unit, but we also can't forget about what Terry Rozier meant to this team, yeah. Yeah. especially in Game Four, and, and it wasn't on the end of the floor that everyone expected it would be, or at least everyone was hoping it was going to be. It was on the defensive end. It wasn't yes, the offense that was doing there, it. Yes. It was the defense he was doing that it made in, the and, difference. But in all four games, though, the defense, the team defense, and especially those off the bench like Terry Rozier, mm-hmm. proved the difference. And even Kyrie was playing on both ends. Oh, he's he's been leading the defense, yeah. which is we didn't expect that at all either. Jalen Brown, same thing. I know that's not that's not Sean Boy, <clears throat> but he had a he had a great he had a great. Two games on the road, mm. offensively and defensively. In the first two, I felt like he was he was more defensive minded, and that's what they needed in those first two games. I don't think he's ever used the broom before, though. No, he definitely hasn't used the broom before. He was By the way, though, do you see that they closed the game out without Jalen <laughs> I think Brown? I, I mean, he, that says a lot to me. He was pushing like it was a fucking vacuum, but go ahead. Yeah, he doesn't know how to use a broom. <laughs> yeah. I could just see that pissing off Sean more like than anything. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Papa, it's not a broom. Papa Pavone was just like, "What is his deal? What is he doing?" Yeah. You know, it was like he was swinging oh. a sword. Yeah, no, I, I, I he kept I, changing it every time too. Every yeah. time there was a timeout, I first thought was I was that. like, "Is he trying to do a broom or is he just?" Dan-? I thought he was dancing at first. No, he doesn't know how to use a broom. This guy's never broomed in his life. No, it wasn't until one of the commentators was like, "Oh, and Jalen Brown busts out the broom and." Papa Pavone was like, is that what he's doing? No, he's nah, not. That's not what he's doing. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. That's doing a new that. dance. Yeah. Like he's playing curling. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's right. what it looked he like. He was warming up the ice. Yeah. Oh, what that <laughs> he was. He learned how to use a broom from watching the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing, right? Oh, Same, that's how you do it, right? Like quick motions, like, bah. yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. It's like you're not brooming anything. <laughs> Dust everywhere, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Sway, if you came into my house and you tried to broom like that, I say, get the fuck out. Turn off one of these Gera, and, 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 and go. I, I would just be. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sean be sneezing. Like, yeah. 
It's dust everywhere, bro. Yeah, why are you brimming the same spot <laughs> over and over again? And you're not and, pushing it anywhere. And where's your dustpan? <laughs> uh, yep, that's no, exactly. That's not, that's not how we do it. No, no, that's not how we do it. And you broom out out to the door. <laughs> Don't broom inside. It's just doing it to the beat. Bah, bah, yeah. bah, bah, bah. Nah, man. Nah, man. I mean, they sub the Pacers. Great, great, great. Like, I'm not gonna take away take away the sweep because that's the best they could have done. But, but, but. Three butts. If they play that way that they played against the Pacers, I don't think they're beating the Bucks. Mm. I don't think they're beating like, the Bucks. Sounds like Paul Pierce over here. That's exactly what Paul Pierce said. Is that what he said? He said that. Did he? I mean, yep. but then how come if we look at the turnover factor, I mean, that's huge. Yeah. The, the Bucks going to make you pay for that. You want to know how were, many turnovers they were losing in the four games? Um, let me. I know they were around 18 a game. 67 in four games. What's 67 divided by four? A lot of turnovers. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I didn't go that far, but that's a lot of turnovers yeah. <laughs> in four games. Yeah, Joy, you've, you've held on to that stat for quite some time now. You didn't think to just, just do a little division on your phone? It's just a lot of, just a lot of, just a lot of division yeah. to do. A lot of, a lot of turnovers. Carry the one. A lot of turnovers. <laughs> but hold on, but how about the flip side though? Yeah, what about the Bucks? Yeah, they swept the fucking, you know, an inferior Pistons team, but no one's saying, but it was the Pistons. No one's saying that. Yeah. Got Blake Griffin playing on one leg. Seriously. Right. But at the same time, the Bucks like he literally, literally didn't have to come back to play the, any of those games. The Bucks. Yeah. Why did he do that? Well, <laughs> I, no, you know what? I, I actually wanted to say this. I'm glad you brought up the Pistons because I give Blake a lot of credit because in game four. No, I give him a lot of credit, but he, he didn't have he, to come back. He, he should have, he should have just after the game started and they were down, he should have just said, I'm out. I'm out. But no, he fought through. That was the right yeah. thing to do. He, and well, he, 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 he powered. fouled out with like seven minutes left, but yeah. No, but he powered through that. that <laughs> he did that on purpose too. No, the first <laughs> half. He's like, no, he me, did it. Shut up. Give me no, he game. definitely, no, he did. Did. He he definitely, definitely the, did. Yeah. The first half, I saw him looking at the bench a couple of times. He's like, nah, man, I'm just got to play through this, man. Dude, the last foul was intentional. <laughs> like, yeah, we he knew many fouls. Yeah, we have no chance. No, but I give it to him. I give it to him. He fought the good fight. He fought the good fight. Five more to go. I feel bad for leaving him out of my top 25 now, man. I'm not going to lie. I do. But either way, if the Celtics play like they did against the Pacers, they they will have major problems against the against the Bucks. Okay. But I also don't think that the that the Celtics are playing at their best right now. Well, isn't that what Brad Stevens said? It's not the best basketball that yeah that the Celtics have shown yet. Damn, bro. Do you want me to say something else? You want to say no. that's what Anton Walker said too? Or, uh, <laughs> that's what Danny Ainge said? Unless you shit on Kyrie, then, you know, then yeah, Antoine. Say my shit. So 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 everyone agrees with me. What do you feel? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I'm just I'm just helping you out because then oh, it's like it, oh well you know it's not just isn't that it's what not just the Sean said to Robert Kraft no well well <laughs> oh well, well it depends what we're talking about by the way if that speaking video, of speaking of rubbing the broom the wrong way if that video comes out with no audio I'm gonna be pissed <laughs> nah man Pornhub will allow you, that Pornhub will make sure there's audio in there all, all I, I want, you is want is the audio. audio all I want is the audio just to see if he's like you can play Tom and you can play Bill or something like weird like. <laughs> like he goes in, I was like, "You're that's gonna, exactly why there shouldn't be any audio." Yeah, you're why gonna would be he be meek? Why would he be thinking about those two while that's Seriously. happening? Seriously, why would he be? <laughs> you tell me. Whatever, whatever. I don't want to see an old man get, you know. Yeah, but Service. I do want to hear how he like how he sets it up. You know what I mean? All right, it's gonna be one of those episodes. Huh? All right, yeah, let's get to the yeah, phone line yeah, before we yeah. go down this dark yeah. path. <laughs> let's jump to the phone yeah. line and hey. talk to Zach Pelican of CausewayStreet.com, who I'm sure has uh, plenty to say about the Celtics' upcoming series against the Bucks that has nothing to do with Robert Kraft. I, thank, <laughs> thank God. No, you, you brought it up. You brought it up. I was trying to give you like some clout. 
you know, especially those that listen to the podcast for the first time, they're like, this guy is fucking insane when they hear you say things that you say. I'm helping you out. You did this. I don't think I did. Zach Pelican of CosmicStreet.com joins us. Zach, what's good, my boy? Not too much, baby. I got ourselves a little sweep, and we get to look forward to uh, Milwaukee. And I think that's uh, as good as we can ask for right now. The old deer, huh? Back in the mix. <laughs> Fear, Fear the, the deer. deer. Fear Bambi. Let's go. Well, how much are you going to fear the deer if you're a Celtics fan, Zach? Let's start right there, okay? Obviously, we're talking about um, MVP candidate and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, in Sean's opinion, he's the best player in the NBA. Damn right. Um, you this had this team then, uh, playing at a high level, week. of course, but so are the Celtics. You know, this is – if you're the Bucks, I mean, you have to look at the Celtics team and think to yourself, you know what, this is the best we've seen all year long out of this Celtics team. They are clicking. They are in sync. Sure, the Bucks do have home court advantage. But if you're the Milwaukee Bucks, what should you fear the most about this Celtics team heading into this series? That they're trending upward. I mean, you're seeing, like you just said, I mean, Boston is now playing maybe the best basketball they've played all year. Um, there's only one other uh, area of the season where I thought they were actually maybe playing a little better. I think they had an eight-game win streak fairly early on in the season where they were just rolling teams. But outside of that, this is as good as we've seen them play since the new year. And, I mean, if I'm Milwaukee, this is exactly – what you didn't want to see happen with Boston, where they roll mm. through Indiana and are, are able to, I mean, played fairly competitive games, which I think was a much better tune-up than what we just saw Milwaukee do to Detroit. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if I'm Milwaukee, I'm not feeling great about the fact that you just watched Boston dispatch Indiana in four straight. Are you um, concerned at all that it was against the Pacers and Noel Oladipo and I think all of the flaws of the paces were exposed. Are you concerned that, you know, when the Celtics played well in the regular season on those stretches, they were beating good teams, top flight teams. When we talk about their West Coast trip against the Warriors, they took them mm-hmm. down. If you talk about that eight game winning streak, I think they beat like the Sixers and the Raptors and they had consecutive wins against those big teams at full strength. Are you concerned that this may, this may look like the best Celtics team that we've seen all year, but it was against the Pacers with no Oladipo. It's definitely a legitimate cause for concern. Um, my response to that is, I mean, it's the first round of the playoffs, so you're playing a bottom four team in that playoff bracket. So in reality, it's not like you were going to have Milwaukee in the first round. So as good a test as you could have in the first round, that's who you ended up with in, in Indiana. Um, obviously, if they had Oladipo, it would have been a much different series, I think a much more competitive series. But at the end of the day, I mean, that's, I think, what might be kind of uh, paved right over in this whole thing is that it was a competitive first round uh, series for Boston. Yes, they won four straight. Yes, they uh, took care of business in, in, in each of those games. And I mean, we're, I, I would say clearly the better team in that first round, but for me, I mean, at least they had normal game situations. It's not like they were winning 30, 40 points and they were just rolling over Indiana. They got to actually kind of grind out a few of those games uh, to make sure that, you know, they don't get a false sense of security that they're, <laughs> that there's something that they're not. Whereas you look at Milwaukee and I mean, they just played a Blake Griffin less, uh, Detroit team that basically just ripped their faces off and rolled into the second hey, round. Hey, hey, hey. Half, of, half of Blake was there, bro. Half, half of Blake. Half, yeah, half of Blake. <laughs> Those are your boys, bro. Those are your boys. That's your squad, man. That's, that's that is my squad. That is my squad. But they, they were hurting in this one. But I, I think that kind of hurts Milwaukee a, a little bit, uh, mm. you know, in its own right as well, because 
I don't think that's really going to be good prep for what they're about to face in Boston. And I mean, Facts. at the end of the day, is Indiana the best tune-up? Probably not, but it's a heck of a lot better than, than playing a Detroit team that was really banged up in this one. Yeah, but I'm not worried. Okay. All right. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. I, I'm not worried about Milwaukee doesn't need a tune-up. They won the most games in the league. They had the best offense in the league. They had the best defense in the league. They are the best team in the NBA this year. I don't think they needed a tune-up. I think they know how to be good I don't know. They're the best team. offense yeah. in the league, bro. <laughs> but I can't think of another team that the that could have given the Celtics a better test if we're talking about like yeah. like the the bottom half, like Zach said, the bottom sure, half of the sure. of the playoffs. Sure, but know? they barely right. beat them too. So. All right, so then all right, so then say say and if they were a better. All right, so then say if they were the second seed and they were playing the Magic, would that be a better test for you? Or if they were playing the Nets? No, I think I think <laughs> you look at you look at the way that. The Celtics swept. They never had a like legitimate like end to end victory. Like they never led from start to finish and blew. They didn't blow the doors off the Pacers. Okay, but did you want them to? I I I think that would have been <laughs> nice to see. It's like if the Celtics play at their best basketball, which we all thought at the beginning of the season that the Celtics were going to be the best team in the Eastern Conference, and we always we all thought that you know they'd be fighting against the Bucks and the Raptors. And yeah, the Bucks and the Raptors and the Sixers—they lost um, a game, right? They lost game one, but the next four games were blowouts, pretty much every single game. Mm. Like the Celtics never got Celtics won four straight, but they never showed pure dominance over a like you said, Zach, a bottom four team in the East. All right. So that—that's my only concern is that like if if we're saying the Celtics are playing their best. They swept the Pacers, but they had to come back every game against the Pacers in four games. So is is that as impressive as what Toronto's done to the Magic and what Philly's done to the um the Nets, the Nets and what Milwaukee's done to the Pistons? I don't know. I don't know. All right, well, Zach, let's let's start there then. If you're the Celtics, what are your concerns heading into the series? I mean, mine is obviously Marcus Smart. I mean, he just started running on a treadmill. Uh, I think at best, maybe you see him in Game 7, but I fear the Celtics, you can't even think about Marcus Smart entering the series because he's far from even hitting the court. So with that aside, what's your biggest concern for the Celtics heading into uh, this series against the Bucks, where they have to start off on the road, and that wasn't the case against the Pacers, of course? Yeah, I mean, home court is certainly going to be a little bit of a cause of concern. I think Boston has to really dig in and try to win one of these first two out in Milwaukee to to even this thing out in terms of uh, your home court advantage. But outside of that, I mean, realistically, my biggest fear upon Boston is what we saw in the first round is what Milwaukee is, that they are literally the most dominant team in the East by a wide margin and that they are going to play like that coming right into the second round and, and playing against a obviously a much better Boston team than what Detroit had. But at the end of the day, that they are that uh, locked in and that, that, that they're that ready for the second round series. I think what we saw in the first round for Milwaukee was probably, yeah, I, I don't know how much you can really glean from that. I mean, that is not a great Detroit team that barely made it into the playoffs. And I think at the end of the day, that's not really what Milwaukee is. Um, but if I'm Boston, you know, who knows? I mean, if they're that locked in right now and you find them these first two games, you could really be in trouble coming back to Boston down 2-0. My question to you would be anything you saw in the Pacers series from the Celtics that surprised you? 
Uh, surprised, no, but I was very happy to see a much more aggressive and a much more well-rounded performance for both Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. We saw both of those guys play a lot closer to what we saw a year ago in the playoffs and what we saw throughout most of the regular season. Tatum's a beast. I'm sorry? Tatum's a beast. Tatum is a beast. But they looked a lot more comfortable than what we've seen for most of this season, where it looked like Brad kind of took the leash off him and said, go after it, uh, you know, be the players that we saw, you know, a year ago in the playoffs. And it looked like they were much more at home with themselves. Now, I don't know if that's a byproduct of Marcus Smart's minutes being kind of spread throughout that lineup a little mm, bit more. Good point. I don't know if it's just the fact that the, the, the lights are brighter or if maybe, you know, there's something that's clicking in that locker room that they just seem to know where the pecking order is now. But ultimately, seeing those two guys play the way that they did a year ago or at least approaching what they were doing a year ago was a very, very good thing for Boston. Additionally to that, Gordon Hayward, it seems like he is starting to come around. He's looking healthier. He was able to get to the rim and be a lot more aggressive on the on the athletic end of uh, the spectrum than, than what we've seen for most of this year. I think those three, if they're playing the way they did in the first round and they're starting to really hit stride, that could be huge for Boston. Uh, quick stat for you, uh, Zach, that I, I was kind of surprised when I read this. Uh, this actually came from Chris Grenham, who's a friend of the show. Uh, Nesson.com, Chris Grenham says that, uh, Jalen Brown has played 21 playoff games and he's posted double figures in scoring in 18 of them. I, I'm kind of surprised by that. Sean, what's your reaction to it? Because I know how you feel about Jalen Brown, but I mean, granted, okay, 10 points, 11 points, that, that double figures, but for someone like Jalen Brown, who obviously had a tough role the first time he, he, played in the playoffs this is his third playoff appearance and for him to score double figures in 18 of 21 games I mean I think it's a testament as to what kind of energy or production he brings this time of the year yeah man he brings some energy no he's such a hater (laughs) such a hater all right all right I think can't even give him that one huh he's a uh, no no Jalen Brown is like a 14 point per game score that's what he is and that's what it'll always be solid and he's never gonna get better than that more shade. Okay. Didn't see that one coming. No. I mean, <laughs> this time. No, but this, this time. Why did you even ask me that first, question, man? I just wanted to hear your reaction to it. Are you all right, surprised? No, no, I'm not surprised at all. Double figures? Oh, double figures? Wow. That's great. Like, he's not a crappy basketball player. He should be better than double figures. He should be 20 points a game. But he's never going to be that. He's just, he's going to be a 10, 12, 13, 14 point per game you, you average. Know, you know he was the second best scorer on the Celtics last year, right? And they were only off by a point between him and Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum was a rookie <laughs> last year. All right. Okay. And Jalen Brown was the second year last year. What's Jalen Brown was supposed to be coming up big last year and he, and, and he, he did. Yeah. And I, I said, <laughs> I said a, he had, I said like, he had like, an and, and the grand scheme of things, they're not that far off. I know you have a hard on for Jason Tatum. Tatum is way better than Jalen Brown. They're not that far off, bro. They're not <laughs> that far off. First of all, first of all, Jason Tatum has never had to. No, no. All I'm going to tell you is Jason Tatum has never had to has never had to guard the players that Jalen Brown's had to guard. And in the playoffs, that's huge, especially with Marcus Smart not being in the lineup. I would I I would rather have Tatum guard the players that Brown has had to guard because I don't think Brown's a very good defensive player. Mm, Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, speaking of defense. (laughs) Brown's Zach. only guarding those players because Smart's injured. Right, All right. Now, by the way, well, Zach, let me let me ask you this. Speaking of defense, right? What's if you're the Celtics, what, what's what's your approach 
in terms of containing someone like Giannis Antetokounmpo. I mean, do oh, it's you Jalen Brown, bro? Is it is it the <laughs> Jalen Brown on him? He's a great defender. <laughs> shut up, shut. Do you give him? Is it the LeBron rules? They're not throwing Jason Tatum on him. Do you do, you, do you lock down everybody else and, and and let him go off? Do you uh you know throw different buys at him? I'm I'm sure that's going to be the, the the case for the Celtics. But like, what do you do in terms of like slowing him down and making him? Uh, uncomfortable if you're the Celtics, or at least making the team uncomfortable and, and getting the best out of the uh, the def- defensive side of things if you're the Celtics? I think you break open the old Doc Rivers playbook. Uh, what LeBron rules? Do- yeah, absolutely. Right. I'm with turn, you. I agree. turn Giannis into a perimeter player. Mm. I mean, this is a guy who is the most dominant player inside the three-point line in all of basketball right now. If you're making – turn him into a jump shooter, and if you can do that – it's going to minimize his effectiveness. I mean, there's no, there's no question about it. I mean, this is you're talking about a guy who struggles to shoot thirty percent from three, who is a guy who I don't think is quite comfortable in that area of the court right now, unless you let him get to the rim. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the most dominant player inside the three point line. It's a simple equation. Don't let him inside the three. Right. Easier said than done, but still, uh, I think you have to, you have to turn. Uh, Milwaukee into a uh, a team that is going to find other guys to score and going to find other guys to hurt you. And I think this is the type of series where those peripheral guys or those role players for Milwaukee are going to have to be very effective against Boston. Middleton, we know what he can do, but who's going to pick up the slack after that? If Boston's able to limit the uh, effectiveness of, of Giannis and they're able to at least be reasonably effective uh, defensively against uh, Middleton, I mean, who picks up the slack there? You know, you tell me Drew Bloodsoe is going to take this thing over. Yo, I don't that's think exactly so. what I was going to say, and that's what everyone's been saying. Like, that's been the narrative. And I'm like, have you seen Bledsoe's numbers against the Celtics? Because they're not very good, and I think that's a huge hole in their offense if you're the Bucks. Because it's like, who's picking up those points there? Plus, Brogdon's not healthy, right? But Brogdon's probably going to come back huge before one. Smart comes back. That's what it sounds like. It looks that way. Yeah, you're right. That's true. But still, how, how, how effective how is, healthy he? is he? Yeah. How healthy is he? That's a big thing. This episode of the Cosmic Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Right now, when you head to clnsmedia.com slash win and you enter the promo code CLNS50, you'll get a 50% cash back on your first deposit. We can win big, right, Sean? First off, bet the over. Second off, so if you really, really want to make some money, just bet that money line. Plenty of other games to bet on, and also there's the virtual casino, and there's plenty of money to win there, of course. Thanks to betonline.ag. But right now, if you head over to clnsmedia.com slash win, and when you enter the promo code CLNS50, they'll give you 50% on your first deposit, so you got extra cash to play with. Thanks to our friends over at betonline.ag. Head over to clnsmedia.com slash win, and enter the promo code CLNS50, and get yourself signed up. All right, let's get back to our conversation with Zach Pelican. I think when it comes to defense, it's, it's defense by committee with the Celtics. It's just going to be a bunch of a bunch of guys doing different different things. Well, when it comes to the defense for the Celtics, I think it's all going to be based on the their offense. Actually, like I think that they can't turn you the ball the turnovers, over. Yeah, they can't right. turn the ball over, and yeah. they need to yeah. they need to shoot well. Like for them to stay up with the Bucks, who I know you were doubting me, but they were the number one offensive team in the league this year. Mm. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. Points wise, or what are we talking about? They were the number one offensive team in the league. I don't think they were number one. Offensive they're, they're, they're near the top, but I don't think they're the number. They one. They were number one. They're not. They weren't better than Houston points wise. I'm on it, guys. Don't worry. Right. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they were. 
This is a Sean Grandy fact. <laughs> so I don't think I'm wrong. Well, Brad Stevens, to, to get back to the defense, the Celtics defense against the against the Bucks, he he already talked about giving Shemmy Ojale some minutes. So I, I think that's a good look. It doesn't. No, no, no. I've been, no, I've been talking about Shemmy for a no, while. No, no, don't. No? You need to score. You need to score the basketball. Oh, to keep up with the Bucks, you need to score. So All you right, need to put Dan your Tony. best offensive Jeez. players on the court. No, I'm not being. I'm being honest. You sound you like Dan Tony. You can't put a guy on. No, you need to play solid defense, but you're not going to stop onto the Kumpo. You're well, not going to stop. That's not what we're saying. We're saying Chris like, Middleton. You're, you're not going to stop Eric Bledsoe. You're going to limit everybody else and let and kind of like what Zach is saying, like limit onto the Kumpo just. Barreling down the fucking lane. But, but Milwaukee's I said third, limit. I didn't say Milwaukee's stop. third, by the way, shooting percentage and uh offensive uh, efficiency behind well for shooting percentages that they were behind the, the Warriors and the Spurs, believe it or not, were second. That kind of surprised <laughs> me. Maybe it's first in Eastern Conference then. Yes. Well, all right. Well, whatever. Eastern Conference, right. Yeah, they topped Toronto. Toronto's fourth, Milwaukee's third. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Whatever. They're they're a they're a great offensive team and they have like the thing that we're saying is, oh, let's make Antetokounmpo a three-point shooter. Oh no, the number one in points per game. That's what we're just talking about. Sorry. Okay, Sorry. that's I got you, bro. My bad. That's that's, that's not what he said. He's one eighteen, one eighteen point three. That is the war is a one eighteen flat. They're one eighteen point three. And what's oh, defense? Oh, oh, what's by, defense? By point three, they're the best. Yeah. Okay. All right. My bad. They're still the best. My bad. My what are you bad. Talking about? My bad. Over the Warriors by point three. Okay. They're the best offensive team in the league, and they're the best defensive team in the Boston's league. Boston's fifteenth, by the way. No, the best defensive. Right. The best defensive team were the Pacers. They were the Celtics just beat. Check that. Either way. <laughs> Either way. You're not going to be able to limit Antetokounmpo to be a three point shooter because he takes two steps and he's at the hoop. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's fast forward here a bit. Um, Zach, give me give me a prediction, man. Put you on the spot here. Who uh who ultimately wins this thing? Well, call me a homer. I like Boston in seven. I like Boston in seven. Uh, I, I think these first two games are going to tell us a lot. I think Boston sneaks one out, one of these first two in Milwaukee, gets home court, and I think in game seven they're going to be able to win this thing because. I I just like Boston's depth and the depth in that bench a little bit more than I like from Milwaukee right now, um, especially if Brogdon doesn't come back close to 100%. That's, I think, really the, the tipping point for me because I, I tend to think he's going to be missing something, and he is a very important player in a series uh, that, that could go six, seven games like I'm, I'm expecting. Um, that is a very important player for that second unit. And, um, you know, I, I think Milwaukee's gonna, they're gonna struggle to, to, uh, be able to match Boston's depth. And I think that's gonna be a huge, uh, just to drop this phone. Yeah, keep going. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I just, I just <laughs> Joel wrong while you were talking. My point, my point, <laughs> my point one. Give us stats no, to Joel. No, the Utah, Bucks, Utah. the Bucks were the best was, offensive uh, the, and the defensive Bucks, team the in the Bucks, league. The Bucks are there by point one. Hey, hey. And hey. then Utah and then the fucking. We got company guys. Right, my can bad, my can bad. You, Go ahead, Zach. Geez. My bad. Sorry, sorry, man. Go ahead. So yeah, I, I think in, in seven, I like Boston's depth, and I think um, I think the experience of Boston is going to come into play too. I think you know you look at the guys like Al Horford, like Kyrie Irving, and he'll tell you all about it. How uh, you know how, how much playoff experience he has, and how those closeout games are very very important. Um, but <laughs> I think they've got a lot. They've got the experience on their side, and I think uh, you know this this kind of feels like one of those uh, those Cleveland teams that LeBron was on a few years ago, where they are very mm. good, very talented. They can do 
anything uh, because of how good Antetokounmpo is. But at the end of the day, I think they're going to come up a few players short. Yo, just imagine if he had a jump shot, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, if he oh has God, a jump shot, this is a completely different series. Like, then you're like, oh, okay. This guy well, can put the team on his back and beat the Celtics. But now... He'd be the perfect yeah. basketball player at that point. Exactly. <laughs> he would, like, he'd be flawless. That's okay, guys. He'd be flawless. Brooke Lopez is here. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, by the way, Brook Lopez is the best three-point shooting seven-footer Oh, so that's funny because I I brought up Brooke Lopez. Uh, actually, Zach was on the show that time when I talked about how that was a uh, low key good signing for a Bucks team. Yeah, no, and he, Sean he laughed his balls off when I said that. He sucked before this year. This year he comes in and all he does is shoot three pointers. It's the same because he's like Brooke Lopez. Six been the last two three exactly. years, bro. It's the same Brooke Lopez. No, all, all I know is Paul Gasol gets zero minutes on this team. Paul Gasol is injured, bro. He yeah, he's on the before, roster, yeah, but yeah. he's not healthy. Not playing, Sean not playing in, this, in this playoffs. At no, all. I was wondering why he wasn't playing. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's doing his best Stephen A. Smith moment right now. But no, um, you know what, Zach? You, you said not to sound like a homer. And I can't help but think like that's what people will think when they when they hear that. Oh, at least not a lot of people, but some people think that. And I don't get that. Like, like why isn't this closer – then people are season. saying like everyone's favoring the, the Bucks so much. Sucked in the regular season, no, but no, that's, I that's, get that. That's but... just it though. Like, there's so much stock into the regular season on both ends. Oh, but the Celtics didn't do what they were supposed to do in the regular right. season. Oh, but the Bucks won 60 games. Who was? Oh, but the, but the who, who was? Who was favored between the between the Cavs and, and the Celtics last year when the Celtics won more games than the Cavs? Right? It was the Cavs. The yeah. Cavs were favored. Exactly. Did the Cavs yeah. have the best player in the series? Yeah, but yeah, the, yeah but who, the Bucks who were the, the best? So did the Bucks? Yeah, but so would the okay. First oh, of all, okay, that proves my <laughs> got, what? Got what? <laughs> gotcha. No, no, but uh, no, but it's just it's, but it's not just one guy though. It's not just one guy. This is LeBron versus a bunch of rookies and and second year players last year, and this time around it's it's Giannis against Kyrie Irving, who was a fucking champion, sure, and fucking Al Horford no. and hey, hey, Jalen Brown. I'm I, saying like I'll give it to you. I'll give I'll, I'll give it to you. I mean, Giannis is not on LeBron's status yet. When LeBron was on the Cavs, get that jump shot, Greek. When LeBron was on the Cavs. The Celtics weren't this good either, right? So I think it is a toss-up. I think it will be a toss-up. But I still think that in when you get deeper into the playoffs, the team with the better player usually turns out that series. But that the difference between last year's team and this year's team right. was – a closer like LeBron versus yeah. no closer on the oh, Celtics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm telling you, the Celtics so, are better than they were. Okay, what I'm saying, but, but like, and I don't like, think I don't think the Greek Freak is as good as LeBron was last year. Okay, but in this in this situation, in this this time around, talent is a lot deeper. Yeah. Than it was a year ago. Sure. So I think I think it comes down to two things. I think it comes down to talent. Which if you're if you're just literally pulling from talent from top one to seven. It's a toss-up. No, man. I See, think, that's, what, no, that's, that's where no, we, that's where we disagree, man. That's where we disagree. I think it's a toss-up, man. But I we think if you're talking about consistency, and I think if you're talking about I know, I know, I know. overall performance this year, and who's firing on all cylinders going into the season, this series, it's the Bucks. But they just played the Pistons, though. But but they, you know what I'm they like this was like a, this was the first round matchup. They didn't play the Pistons all year. They didn't play the Pistons every game all year. And and the, and neither did the Celtics play against the Milwaukee Bucks all year. I know, I know. 
I don't know what, even, what, what we're talking about right now. I'm saying <laughs> I know, but I don't even think I know what we're talking about. Like, 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 like I get yeah, I fucking know. No, that, I know, that I know, I know, happen. but nobody but get it. I, you have Giannis, and I know he's an MVP candidate, and, and, and you, right now, you're saying it this week that he's the best player in the league, but next week you'll say it's James Harden. I, but, no, I never say it was Harden, I said it's Kawhi or, G- or Giannis, so get the fuck out of here. Okay, but so, 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 your MVP is, is Giannis? Who's the MVP this year? Uh, that's a lie. You said Harden two weeks ago. All right, yeah, all right. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, you guys get, carry this after but, the fact. No, but no. Right. But my point after is that we're done with our conversation. All right, but my point, my point is, Giannis and you, you're making it seem like Giannis and Kyrie Irving are so far apart, and they're not. They're about ten players apart. No, they're not. That's false. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, okay, so, so Kyrie's not a top ten player. Did you not listen to the top twenty? Yeah, you had him at eleven, right? I had him at eleven. Yeah. Wow. Sean lives by that list. Right? You didn't know that? <laughs> All right, let's get you out of here on this, Zach. Um, let's look at the other side of things uh, on the Eastern Conference. We've got the uh, the Toronto Raptors going up against the... Uh, it's the Philadelphia 76ers, way. <laughs> we got the Toronto Raptors going up against the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, which, <laughs> which team you got winning this one? Because uh, Sean's got the Philadelphia 76ers, which I don't understand why. But All right. Nah. Nah. Why? Nah, son, right? Okay. You just said it. The better, best player in the series wins. So, Kawhi. Boom. Yeah, number two on your list. Kawhi Leonard. That's yeah, why. but Joel going... Embiid was like number five on my list, man. Okay, but the five is less than two. So. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> there's not <laughs> ten plays in between. I feel like you know you fucked up with the whole Philadelphia's going to come out of the East thing. Yeah. So, you're just kind of like you have to like stick to it. But yeah. it's okay, man. You can just no, I think you can let it go, man. Philly's coming out you the still think will be back yeah. next year. I'll just say that. No, Philly's, <laughs> Philly's I think Philly will still come out so of the then, East. So, then why are you arguing that that all year long Milwaukee was the best team, but you still think that Philly's going to come out of the East? That makes no sense. You're contradicting yourself. One through seven, Philly versus the Bucks. I think Philly wins that match. Well, Philly's a deeper team. I give you that. No, Milwaukee's a little bit of a deeper team, but Philly has a better one through five, hands down. Philly has yeah. the best one through five, hands down, in the league. Right? Uh, oh, no, 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 no. In the Eastern Conference, in the Eastern yeah, Conference. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, okay. uh, you ever heard right, of the Warriors, right, right. bro? Warriors well, kind of pretty good starting I mean, lineup over Billy there. Cousins. I went went over that last episode. Well, okay. Well, I think <laughs> I, I, if I had to pick out of the two, they have the better bench, but they're not going to meet each other because I, I got the Celtics. I got the Celtics winning this one. Okay. Celtics in seven. So. All right. Celtics in six. Yeah, Joel's that's six, man. That's that's six. They're going to win game At one. TD. They're going to win game one and wrap it up here in TD in game six. Wow. That's bold. This is deep. This is the deep. This is the deep. Oh, I can't wait for this series. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, no, I love it. I I can say one thing definitively. Yeah. Experience can, and talent is gonna is gonna beat I, out the good shit, Joel. Bucks, I love it. I can say one thing definitively. I don't necessarily know yet at this part of the podcast. Yeah, because win, because you're going, but back it's and forth going in your seven. Head. It's going seven. Going right, well, you better figure it out before we finish no, this no, no, episode. No, 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 no. no. Gun to your head. Winning this fucking series. Milwaukee. In Sean's words. All right. Then say that. That's oh, fine. It's done. It's he done. Said he, said it. It. he said it. He said Milwaukee seven. There we go. Just like the Celtics were going to beat the Pacers in seven. All right. Cool. I get it. What they, the, the Celtics did win. Yeah. But you said in seven. You said in five. <laughs> yeah. You said in seven. I was close than you were. <laughs> what the fuck were you thinking? Yo, I, I, did you listen to the last episode? I, I claim that the Pacers fucking let me down. They was more angry about that. They the fucking Celtics actually sucked. Winning. Oh boy, yo, you two are so rude to our guests. All right, Zach. Hey, my bad, Zach. Obviously, hey, Zach. we love you, Zach. We always love having you on here, Zach. Let's get you down here sometime soon. All right. Yeah, come Appreciate to the new studs, bruh. Let me know. Let me know. I'm around. 
Yeah, man, it's getting nice out. You know, we'll get the pool going, get some food going. Uh, I, yeah. we, we fucking says last time, but no, it, no, I got this uh, time we mean it, man. <laughs> this time I, it's legit, and it's getting nice out there. I got a giant inflatable bull raft. <laughs> he's not joking, bro. Yeah, it's he's, a freaking he's, he's dead ass about this. <laughs> like like a Chicago bull. Yes, yes. Oh, no, 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 like, like a, a like a mechanical bull, but mechanical bull, bull, but yeah. you do a wave pool, bro. Yeah. Oh Jesus! We'll get the countdown going. You know, Zach is like, oh, it's like that. Bring your big, big, any any big titty friends you have, man. Bring them over. (laughs) Jesus, (laughs) that's really that's really why he bought that thing. That's the the true reason for it. All right, Zach Pelican, CausalStreet dot com. Um, Check him out on Twitter. On at well, yeah, Zach. What you can give us our give us your handle. Uh. Oh Jesus! What is it now? Uh, <laughs> OTW, OTW, OTW Sports? Sports. Yeah, I don't know which one you using nowadays. I, don't, I didn't know what to say. I, I, I kind of play with both of them from every now and again. <laughs> that's what she that's said. That's what Zach. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Bob Kraft said. Of those, uh, big titties. Zach's uh, <laughs> uh, uh, like checking his email. What's my? Uh, Dude, what's Twitter? What's Twitter? What? what? At the real Donald Trump. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> At OTW Sports Radio. There it is. There it is. All cool. right. Check him out on there. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> Thanks again, Zach. Until, until, until next time. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. That was good. Good stuff, Zach. You guys fucking rattled him. I know, man. Jeez. Yeah, man. We didn't rattle. He, he's, he knows how it goes. Yeah, but you made him oh. to a listener. He's like, man, you guys are hilarious. And yeah, he's like, oh shit, I gotta, oh, oh, I gotta oh, throw oh, in some. I gotta speak now. Yeah, I gotta throw in some, some content here. <laughs> How do you spell your name, Zach? Uh, S. <laughs> wait, no. I'm Zach. I'm Zach. <laughs> Peliquin. Peliquin. Oh man, Zach Peliquin joining the podcast. Yeah, yeah man, I miss here. Zach, man. Can I talk about Jay Crowder real quick, or can we do this? Go ahead, man. Yo, Jay Yo, my, Crowder my boy went off. was balling last, last night. Yeah, hell yeah. Is he in the last year of his deal? Oh, that's a good question. You know who else he is should in the last be. year of the Yeah, he is. Yeah, you he know is. who else is? Yeah, Marcus he is. Morris. You know who I'd love to see traded? Just like swap places, free agency. Bring him bring back to back Boston. Bring back Crowder. Ooh. Let Marcus Morris go. Ooh. That's what I want Yo, right bring now. back Jay and Isaiah. Yo, bring back what is his Jay. Bring this summer. This summer? back yeah. number 99. Just so you can wear your jersey again and get on, Yo. get on TV, bro. You can, wear, I, you can wear your jersey and you can wear your slides. I love. Believe Jay it or not, Crowder. this guy has. I love Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder slides. No, I love Jay Crowder, man. He literally he, the heart and soul of the team, <laughs> man. Like you know what? If Marcus Smart went out right now and Jay Crowder was still on his team, wouldn't skip a beat. You know what? I mean, you got a pretty good point there. You know, Jay Crowder could fill in that Marcus Morris role very nicely, easily, and yeah. I think a little bit better because I don't think they would be relying on him. But when he plays in, but when he plays and he has a role like he did in Boston, he produces, man. He is an unrestricted free agent this summer. So that's true. Just thought I'd throw that out there for y'all. Little nugget. Little nugget for you guys. Juicy over. All right. (laughs) Best player in the series right now. Who is it? Giannis, Giannis, not bro. by like. All right, second not, best. Second, not, it's not ten players. Second difference. best player. <laughs> why, second, do you say, why do you say his name like that? Huh? <laughs> yeah. what? You always say Giannis. Giannis, Yankee, whatever. Dude. Hey, you know what I found out last night? Do you also say? Did you guys Jura? watch the game last night where the guy was telling us that it's Ante Tacumbo, not Ante Tacumbo? Who the fuck said that? Uh, the guy, and he said this is this is what the Bucks say, and this is what the NBA says when they do their pronunciation of it. 
Officially, it's Antetokounmpo, not Antetokounmpo. Ah, so, no, fuck that. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> either way, we're never going to say his name right. Either way, best player, in the, best player in the series, hands down, Giannis, right? Yeah. Nah, got me saying Giannis. 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 Second best player, Kyrie, right? It's Euro. Yeah. It's not Guro. Who's the third best player in the series? Gyro. <laughs> Who's the third best player in the series? It's not Gyro. Tatum. Mm. Hayward. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Hayward. It's not on buying the Bucks. It's not Middleton. I think Middleton's the third best player nah, in the series. Nah, you gotta give it to Middleton. Give it to nah, Middleton. Middleton's the third I, best I, player I give, in the series. I give him fourth. But. He's not better than Tatum. I, I think, I think, I think Hayward and Tatum are, are four and five. But I do think that one and three, that's, that's, they have the two, out of the top three, uh, top three players in the series, they have one and three. I think that's, Middleton, Middleton has had, Middleton is almost as overrated as he is underrated because he's so underrated. You know what I mean? I think you have to sort of, all right, here's the thing with Middleton. I, I think you have to think about what he did last year. And he killed us. And he shot 60%. Killed us. Not only on if, the road, but in general, especially from behind the arc. People forget. Celtics don't have a player like that. Last year, granted, the Celtics didn't have Kyrie Irving and they didn't have Gordon Hayward. The Bucks took us to six games. I mean, seven games. And the only reason why the Celtics won was because Eric Bledsoe had a meltdown. No. Yes. No. The no. only reason, though, That's, yeah, you're saying it is all. Oh, because he didn't play well? Like, I mean, that game seven was a blow. We just mentioned five guys and, and no, Bledsoe, but, and Bledsoe's nowhere on, but, on this list. But they needed, they needed him to play well because at that point, like, Bledsoe was taking a lot of shots and he was supposed to be their, their third best player on the team. He wasn't taking a lot of shots if you go back and look at that. He yeah, has see, a lot of single digit shot attempts. He just wasn't making it or even taking head. them. He was in his head. He was losing but, his mind. Okay, so has Bledsoe right played good? Has, yeah, the whole Bledsoe scary Terry thing took se- off. Yeah. He didn't see that coming. Bledsoe play, yeah. played had a better season this year than <laughs> last year, right? <laughs> fucking Drew Bledsoe showed up yeah, to the arena with the scary Terry shirt on. Like if you're Eric, you're like, are you fucking kidding? Yo, me right now? <laughs> like what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yo, you know he was growing up. He showed up. He fucking he's taking pictures with the players. He shows up on the fucking jumbotron. Yeah, but all because he all because he was trolling though. He brought it on himself. He was trolling Terry. Rosier when he said, who's that? I don't know who that is. Gets on a jumbotron. He, he did it to himself. It was part of the post-game fucking presser afterwards. <laughs> promoting his wine. <laughs> see, Eric, Eric Gordon, he never could come back see, from that. See, see Eric, Gordon, see. Eric Gordon overlooked what city he was fucking okay, with. If, like, Drew, okay, if, if you don't pull that shit in Boston. If Drew Bledsoe was in that game one, then we got a problem. Do you remember Lamar Odom? Remember, <laughs> remember the, if he goes to Milwaukee, he, we got he, a problem. He no. better be at game. If I see Drew Bledsoe in the stands in Milwaukee, then I say Celtics win the series. Do you remember Lamar Odom? How they fucking got all over him because of the, he was with the uglier sister and shit like that? That's all he they were chanting and he was irrelevant in that series. Yeah. Well, that like, and, this, like Boston. That and, and, and crack will do that too. Well, right? no, he's, but he's like definitely was doing crack a... after that. <laughs> but, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you can't just don't, function, you just don't you turn can't into a crackhead overnight, all right? Like, you do if you go to the fucking bunny ranch in, in Vegas. No, you, you do crack for years, and then all of a sudden they're like, wow, you have a problem. <laughs> like, you just, don't, you just don't turn itching your neck after, like, one hit. Like, you do that after years of right. crack. No, but my, my point is, the environment here in Boston overshadows fucking Milwaukee. I don't care no, how I many know. times they chant fear the deer. So, so. I don't care how many times they want to chant... Bring on Boston. It's not. It's not doing that. I compared to Boston. I. I hope. I'm going to be rooting for the Celtics. I think the series, no matter what, is going seven. 
I'm not going to get high. I'm not going to get low. But I think if you look at just the the emergence of Antetokounmpo, like last year, I I you remember last year I said, "Wow, he's having a breakout season." This year, somehow, he was better than that, and hence why he's an MVP candidate. Well, exactly, okay. exactly. Like he All made right. that next step ascension. Okay, that makes it very hard for the and Celtics it's, and it's easier, to overtake them because I get it. But it's easier to look at. How he's playing when he's playing against a shitty team. But I'm this not. This time around is going to be different though. Okay. So the, okay. So again, what I was trying to say earlier, the entire regular season, he didn't play shitty teams. Okay. He was not the best offensive player in the, in the league, but the best all around player in the league this year. I can't take you serious on that because it changes for you every week. <laughs> it does. Listen, when it Harden like, when Harden goes on a 40 50 what, what but, but, but you not it's streak? not it's not just Harden though. You 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 know, you're watching Kawhi and you're like, "Oh, Kawhi's the best fucking player like ever." And then you watch Giannis. Giannis is the best player ever. And then you watch Harden. Oh, Harden blah blah. I'm pretty sure that I can choose 3 players to be the best player in the NBA on a given week. All right. It's that fucking close. It changes okay. that it's so if I if I say Kobe Bryant's the best player in the NBA, then I have to just pick him to be the best player in the NBA for fucking eighteen years. Oh, it just seems like you just seem, you just choose the player, wh- whatever supports your argument. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't think that's true. All right. Have I ever agree, said? Have agree, I ever said LeBron agree, James was the best player in the NBA? Agree to disagree. Huh? Have I, I ever said LeBron James was, was the best player in the NBA? <laughs> no, I have players that I think are the best players. I don't think Harden's the best player. I think he's having a season that we've never seen before offensively, but. I think between Kawhi and Giannis, Giannis, that's on that's on Joel right there. Whatever. That's on Joel. He got that in my head. Gyro, Euro, Gyro, Euro, Euro. There you go. All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up. The same way we wrap up every single episode here on the Cosby Street Podcast with Joel's. In case you missed it. 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 It's good to be back, by the way, guys. And he's a and he's kind of a weird place, but yeah, I liked it though. Andy. I, liked I told that. you it was gonna suck. <laughs> you did call that MAGA hats all over. No, it wasn't even like that. Though. You didn't see any magas? No, I didn't see any of that. But it's funny magas. because you, you forget. Well, it's 2019, where, so. You forget the culture, so to speak. But I don't mean in that sense. I don't mean in political. But when you hear people talk and the way they enunciate things, is it's just funny. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I, got, I got a couple <laughs> stories to tell you guys. Well, I'm going to tell you guys. I'll tell you guys after this. I'll tell you guys off air. Good old Luke Walton makes the podcast once again, but not because he's the new coach of the Sacramento Kings. But Sex because, abuse? Yep. It's because he's being Jeez. sued by a reporter named Kelly Tennant. Wait, for real? For sexual assault. Oh, shit. Mind you, this Did happened. Did you not know this? Me too. No, I didn't. I was just joking when I said Mind it. you, this happened before he became coach of the Lakers. Mr. Uh, Mr. Walton's being sued by this uh, reporter who alleges that uh, Walton sexually assaulted her in a hotel room in Santa Monica. Back in 2016, while he was an assistant with the Warriors. So what, what, I'll leave that one alone. So what is she saying? She's saying that he raped her or what? Are we talking about rape here? No, or? Really, what are we doing? Like, Booty grab? Yeah. So according, according to multiple reports, DMZ, LA Times, et cetera, et cetera, uh, Tenant says that uh, she arrived at ho- uh, Walton's uh, hotel. He convinced her to come up to the room so that they could discuss a book that she was working on. She claims that when they got up to the room, Walton suddenly pinned her on the bed placing his hips and legs over her body. Tenant claims that Walton then began force kissing her on her neck, her face, and her chest. And she claims that uh, she screamed for him to stop and tried to free herself, but he held her down and groped her bosoms and her groin and rubbed his erection on her leg. 
Damn, Luke. Yeah. Joel, what the fuck? You wanted hey, to know the details. So I, I didn't want to know the details. Don't kill the messenger, bro. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm going to... No. That, we had a great Put episode. Put your knife down, bro. We had a great episode. Now you're just like, hey, Luke Walton forced his erection on a woman. Tenet was able to get away. Allegedly. Oh, thank and God. leave the hotel room, according to the TMZ and the lawsuit that claims that uh, Walton said, good to see you, as she walked away. Now, Shit. now... What type of drugs was Luke on? That's Allegedly. No, no. Allegedly. We don't know if this happened or not. But say anything about that. No. Man, that's a that's uh that's a little man. Well actually to make matters worse, it's talk tough. about Tenet, a bad hit after you get a tenant hired for a new job. That she was later involved with a charitable organization and they uh, put on an event where Walton was the guest honor. When he saw her, he said, Mm, killing that dress. Mm-hmm. End quote. Yeah, it sounds like he's being creepy. But it Sounds like it went further than that, yeah. and then she just sounds like a salt. And, and ever since, and ever since then, like, like every time he sees her, he's just like, like, huh, you didn't do nothing about it. So I'm just gonna just keep throwing that in your face. That damn, pretty much. Let's see how this thing plays out. There's that. All right, in case you missed it. Speaking of the Lakers, uh, they're obviously <laughs> looking for looking for a coach since uh, you know Walton's no longer at the helm. Speaking of Luke, Luke Walton's sex assault case, <laughs> yo, don't at us, please, guys. Like okay. we're just going through the news here. Right? Yeah, seriously, this is our job. So, um, on the list is, uh, Monty Williams, and they're about to interview Jason Kidd, apparently, oh, this just week. Just give the job to Ty Lu what LeBron wants and get it over with. Like, I get it, the whole PR thing, you have to, like, make it look like well, there's Ty, actual candidates. Hold on, hold on, Ty. But just give the job to Ty. Ty has a second interview. So oh, been interview already. Yeah. Okay. No shit. Le- LeBron's right. in the interview, too, right? He's going through it and telling him the, they're already mapping out the plan for next season at this point. Why isn't LeBron just player coaching it at this point? Just bring that back. Just just Bill Russell it. Bill wow. Russell it real quick. He's in <laughs> his Fuck. heyday. What? Bill Russell won a championship as a player coach. What? Yeah, he did. It's just a different time, bro. But I'm just a little saying, different. A little different. I don't think it's different. LeBron's been doing it forever. What do you mean? Oh. Ty Lue can Ty Lue can be his assistant, but he's the head coach. You know what I mean? So when he comes off the bench, he's the head coach. LeBron would love that if it wasn't so like quote unquote. Fr- not even frowned upon, but if it wasn't so like, like it's the, taboo, like it's the, if it wasn't taboo, he would be completely down with that. Yeah, I feel if like the Lakers approached him and asked him to do it, he would be like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Like, he'd have no problem with that. Yeah, I don't know. It, it could definitely happen. I think it could happen. Especially if he brings in his guy and it doesn't work out. Yeah. I don't know. 2019. If it was the 90s, maybe, but with everyone complaining about everything, everyone having a voice and social media, like it's just going to be too big of a, Circus. It's too much of a too, too much, much of, a, of a risk. Yeah, but wouldn't it be better to be like Jason Kidd instead of Ty Lue? Yeah, Jason Kidd's a better coach, and then Ty why Lue. would that be better? I think Monty Williams is a great coach. Like I don't know why Tim was freaking out today when there was a rumor about Monty Williams oh, yeah, with, yeah, the with, with the Suns. Yeah, yeah. I th- Monty Williams is a good fucking coach. He's a good yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a good fucking coach. Yeah, I think either Monty or fucking or Jason would be would be better than fucking Ty Lue. Yeah, definitely or Luke. Luke Sex Assault Walton? No. No, no he's yeah. with the Kings, bro. He's with the Kings. No, man. He already has a job. I just, I don't, I don't wrong, like that. Wrong California team. I don't like that because you know why? You know why Luke, Luke Walton's from this like hippie background, like, oh, love everybody, love everybody. And guess what? That's Bill. Wrong, no, wrong, he, wrong no. Walton. Luke, Luke follows that same pattern. That's his son. He's Joel. a grateful fucking dead guy, too. <laughs> and he, and he's all, you like, know, this are facts. Oh, love everybody, love it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I what do. You, know what that. you, what you, what you, Luke Walton's not smoking weed growing up, bro. You don't no. think, you think he was like a freaking straight edge guy? So why would something like this come out like sooner? He's he's been he's been coaching ever since he retired for many many years now. Yeah. What what happened to Bill Cosby, bro? 
Oh, jeez. Jesus. Well, in case you missed it, the Rockets, uh, Clint Capella has been battling. You got me too, too? Two respiratory illnesses during the series against the Utah fucking Jazz. <laughs> You're going to say two assault cases. <laughs> Pending. Allegedly. Allegedly. By the way, Luke uh, cue, Wall, up, cue, Luke up the, cue up the YouTube comment and be like, oh, ew, laugh about a sexual assault, guys. Oh, yeah, great. Great yeah, job, no, guys. No, no, no. Not good. What? Not a good look. Like they're laughing no, because laugh. they're laughing because it's because of I'm bringing this up, not because of like the actual you know stuff that's <laughs> just, going on. Just, like, just let it go. Now. Like you know, just, it's just you've already, you've already done it. Just nah, let it's it go whatever. Now. No, I, I gotta explain it because you know, nah, it's, it's, don't, it's, don't, it's even, don't even don't even just let it, it's already done. It's, it's my fault. fault. It's gone. I gotta you know. Is Clint Capella going to jail or what? No, he's got he's battling illnesses, not cases. Sickle cell? No. Why are you thinking of the worst things right now? Jesus. All right. So Capella <laughs> missed practice due to due to the illness before the series started, and pretty much throughout the series he's been he's been on medication. During the game four loss to the Utah Jazz, his eyes were extremely bloodshot. So he looked like he was high as hell, <clears throat> but that's not what <laughs> what the the medication he was prescribed. What day was, what was that doing that? These were eye drops. This is game four, the one that they lost. 20? The game that they lost was it on four twenty? <laughs> whenever, whenever, whenever game four was, whenever game four was, yeah, was it? medication and eye drops. <laughs> That's what it was. That's all I'm saying. I'm not insinuating anything. Was it on? <laughs> when, at least it wouldn't be the first time yeah. Yeah. NBA players got accused of being on weed or whatever you're alluding to yeah. while they're playing. We gotta get Stephen Jackson on the podcast. Uh, and that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> He's like, you fucking weirdos for this. Exciting in case you missed it. 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 Oh boy. All right. We up out of here. Um, think I'm, I think I'm going to Milwaukee soon, guys. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Good luck, Another, man. another favorite city of uh, Sways. <laughs> talk about it. Yo, there's nothing there, bro. <laughs> yeah, there's more in Milwaukee. You just drink, you just drink Miller Lights and go watch Yo, the Brewers. Go, yeah, yeah, go to Brewers game. Yeah. yeah, Brewers game was pretty dope. I, I went last year. Yeah, well, look at that real quick. I still don't want to go with, man. Not gonna lie. Let's that. go. Let's do it. Little birthday gift. I don't know if it'll be as entertaining as uh, Indiana though. Birthdays next. Birthdays in like two weeks for like game six. Probably birthday. Everyone in Indiana talks birthday. the same. It's hilarious. I I, I forgot mm. that. Give us a little sample. People talk like that. I can't even do it. Sean, help me out. By golly, how do you love our city? I told you. <laughs> no, if there's if there's get a, the fuck out now. Get. Yo, this series is going to be classic, man. I can't wait. No, this, Celtics Bucks. This, Let's this go. Celtics Bucks is going to be one of the best series I think we've watched in the post, um, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett era. I think it'll rival last Agreed. year's, uh, Cleveland series. Oh, I think it'd be better than that. Better than that, hopefully. Well, hey, yeah. that, that was a great series. The Celtics push it to game better than the, seven. the Isaiah Wizard series a couple years back. Oh yeah, it'd be better than that. Yeah, I think it will be. The Cavs yeah. series. Is no, no, than I mean, I know, I know it was going to be, but I wanted to see. But you guys, oh yeah, it's better than that. Right. No, no, I think it's going to be better than that. But just, just because this Bucks team is better than that Wizards team, and the Celtics team is, should be better than that Celtics team. I think, I think I would feel a lot more confident if Isaiah Thomas. There you go again. It is what it is. There you go again. It is what it is. <laughs> there you go we'll, again. See, we'll see what happens. There you go again. If the Celtics, you said, the, you said that you don't believe the Bucks were 11 games better than the Celtics, and here you are talking about the Celtics would be better with Isaiah on this team. Okay. I want the Celtics to win in seven. By golly. That's what they the say. Celtics will, the Kept Celtics. saying that over there in Indianapolis. By golly, Sean, make up your mind. <laughs> the Celtics will push it to seven. And I'm going to wait till our pre-game seven podcast to tell you who's going to win the series. 
I will guarantee it's going to go to seven. I guarantee it. I just don't want to pick against the Celtics. I don't. I don't. As, as cynical as I've been, I don't want to pick against the Celtics. But this Bucks team's pretty fucking good, man. Yeah, I think it's at one point it started good. coming out too. I'm from Boston. I mean, I'm from Boston. <laughs> oh, that happens, man. <laughs> Two weeks in Nashville, I came back with a twang. <laughs> I remember somebody goes like, "What are you fucking saying that?" <laughs> I got a like, beer. I was like, "What?" He's like, "You just said like, are you from the south?" Like, I, I just, I just said I wanted a beer. Well, gosh darn it, look at that. What did you just say, Joseph? Plus, I was hanging with like British dudes, dude. Gee so golly! Oh yeah, came back with like a British Southern twang. <laughs> it's like the weirdest combination. It's like y'all, y'all have a proper day. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you just said to me. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that was. I'm like, yo, you know, just fucking have a wicked good day, bro. Hey, fuck you. Hey, <laughs> fuck you, kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we out. All right, Peace. later.